What is up, y'all? I know I said I'd never miss a week again. Here I am. A week has gone by. I was not able to deliver a podcast last week. But it's for good reason, which we'll talk about. Man, how uh, how's everybody doing? Holding up good? Um, you know, someone said the other day to me, they were like, how 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 you guys holding up and and i feel like i am a lucky person i have like some sort of like i guess you know they call it survivor's guilt you know if you're someone who survives a layoff or if you're somebody who uh survives in a plane crash or something you have survivor's guilt and i i feel like you know i'm still able to work still able to do our company my company catalyst for changewear and um I'm able to fish, which if this wasn't going on, I probably would be fishing the same amount. <laughs> um, I don't randomly go to bars. I don't randomly go out to eat a lot. Um, we're homebodies, Amy and myself. So uh, that's just what that's what we like, you know. I, I, but I understand if there's people who cannot work and they're stuck home, or um, you know, they don't like the outdoors or whatever and they you know are craving that that bar and that happy hour and uh, things are tough for them so I consider myself very lucky in that regard I mean I would like to see my family for my birthday on May 20th but I doubt that's going to happen I'd like to see Amy's family I'd like to see friends that I go fishing with you know I I have been fishing with people but we have individual kayaks and we're you know 6 10 15 feet apart talking and fishing but you know just stuff just stuff like that and and most of all i miss i miss people in the store um but i gotta say i haven't i think i touched on it last time about our first shirt of the day sale and i would say what happened this past week was was double the amount that we did the week before as far as sales and for what we are lacking in people in the store the conversations that we have had with people online has been, I mean, this is the bit, this is the busiest I've ever been in my life with this business right now. And it's kind of bittersweet. Um, and I'm not sure why, uh, you know, I think our designs are good. I think our messages are good. I think there's a lot of variables played into it, but, um, yeah, so many new people discovering us. And, um, you know, we did another line of shirts last week and, I was able to put out shirts that were, you know, some shirts had some of my old grandfather's sayings on them. Some of them were, you know, a lot of them were sent in by other customers. It was like a big, you know, we did face masks for the first time for free. Catalyst face masks. We're doing more this week. We're doing 200 more this week, which were funded by um, people I know. I won't say their names, but they wanted to kick in so we can make even more. So we have 200 of those going on sale Thursday for, you know, they're going to be a dollar, two dollars basically just enough to cover the shipping and we're going to ship it to you. You know, we don't, we're not trying to make money on fucking face masks. It's a pandemic. Um, just trying to do our part. And the cool part is the ones we did last week were made out of t-shirts that the same company that we get our t-shirts from Bella canvas, you know, the standard in, in, in fabric for, for what we do. Um, did them in t-shirts. I thought they were a little light. So they, they released new ones that are fleece that are almost, you know, they are, they're the, the fabric we use for our hoodies and they're extra thick. And they are much better. So we're doing those this week on Thursday. Um, so again, like I said, busy, busy week. Uh, Thursday, Friday morning, we did the face masks. And they sold out in... Let me tell you how fast they sold out. I 
went to go put a clean eats meal that I've been eating these, these ready-made meals that are shipped to me in the microwave. I poured a cup of coffee and came back. So maybe 45 seconds and they were sold out. I don't know how that happened, but it told me we need to keep do- going and going and going until people have enough of these. Um, cause there was a lot of people that couldn't get them, uh, that I wanted to have, have them. Um, I think we had 40. Yeah, we had 40. Um, and then Friday, now let me, let me preface this with, and you've heard me say this before. Uh, I think there's even been episodes about this where I, I've talked about how I don't rely on uh, media coverage, news stories, articles to do anything for us anymore. I don't, I just think that that, that way of, of media is dead. I'm not saying people who I know that work at these companies um, should feel the same. I mean, I, it's just, it's, it's YouTube now, it's social media. I mean, our age bracket, the people who are buying our stuff mostly don't watch the news. And, and, and even when I have been on the news as recent as September, um, it didn't, you know, it, I don't rely on it to generate sales. I don't think that that's going to be the, the driving force, um, up until this week. <laughs> and I, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if everybody's home with nothing to do, which is a hundred percent true. Um, the story was easily the best one I think I've ever had channel six do on us. Um, Amanda Hill did an absolutely phenomenal job. Uh, it was the first time I ever did a zoom interview. Uh, I wore a handlebar mustache. (laughs) So for all you people out there that like the handlebar mustache, that's for you. And for all the people who literally people write to me on the catalyst page and, and and even personally on my Instagram page and say they don't like it, which is, uh, it's a rude. Um, and also too, come on, be less basic. It's, it's, you're probably saying that because your boyfriend or your husband can't grow one. That's my thought. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, Zoom interview. Uh, I think we shot it on a Monday. It came out on a Friday. And they actually bumped our story to 207, which is a talk show kind of format. Uh, not the not the statewide news down here in southern Maine. Uh, but I think 207 is all over the state. Yeah, I think 207 is all over the state. So you can get it all over the state. Channel 2 in Bangor, Channel 6 in Portland. Um, and I, I didn't think anything of it. It was the end of the week. We had had another insanely busy week, just, just as big as the week before, a little bit bigger, um, for our shirt of the day lines and some other stuff we were doing in the face mask, um, keeping us busy, keeping us working. Um, I know Alex supremely appreciates it. Um, we're going to be able to donate, um, some extra money now or, or catch up to what we wanted to, or hope to donate for this year. Uh, you know, at the end of this week, we're going to do some, some a uh, couple thousand dollar checks to AFSP and uh, MCCP, which is why we do this. Um, it's making people happy. It's making people's day, which is what I wanted it to do. When you get something in the mail, a t-shirt that might brighten your day. People have been getting them for gifts. And uh, so the interview basically talked about that. Everything you've heard me talk about, that's what the interview talked about. And uh, what was I doing? Uh, I was home. I think I had just, I think I had just gotten home for Pizza Friday, and I and I put my phone down and I came back to my phone, and it was Instagram messages, Facebook messages, orders. I mean, like I, I had to look at my phone twice. I'm sitting there and I'm going fifty six orders. I just, I just, I just put my phone down like for five minutes. There was just messages, emails. I mean, like it took me a day almost a day, every couple of minutes going back and 
responding to emails and and 98% of them were just people just saying, thank you. Just saying, I just found your company, great work, great story. And, and it just blew my mind because that has never, that has never happened from a news story from us. It just hasn't. Um, and it kept up. I mean, we did an extra 300 orders in 24 hours just from one news story. So they took the story again and they reran it Saturday night statewide and then Sunday night statewide. So it just kept up and kept up and kept up because they were telling us that it was getting an amazing response, which warmed my heart. I can't, someday I'm going to be able to put into words what the last month has taught me about myself and about other people and a way to say thank you for what people have shown us up until this point of how much they care about our survival and what we do and the interactions with people. It's, it's someday I hope I'm not great with words. I mean, I'm not better. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good with words. <laughs> uh, if it's a speech or if I'm talking or if I'm being extroverted and I'm not, you know, wanting to be home or fishing, I, I I'm good with words. Uh, but for words like this, I mean, I don't know if I have the words in my vocabulary or can make it sound as good as it is to say thank you, but I will one day somehow. Um, so like I said, um, that I did, that was like two, three weeks ago. I think I just finished saying that that wasn't, that's what I relied on in the past. And like, I kept saying that, to, I mean, all, it kept up, it kept up, it kept up. I mean, we gained, uh, hundreds and hundreds of followers, um, via our social media just immediately, you know, and Oh, we're almost there and we're almost at 10,000 on Instagram. And you know what, guys, you know why I'm pumped about that? Now you might be saying 10,000, that doesn't seem like a lot. Ah, we never bought a follower like a lot of people do. And we never used hashtags. Now, see, I could have 20,000 followers right now on Instagram, but I don't hashtag 40 things so that a bunch of people who don't know what they're looking at follow my page. Not going to do it. That means that when we hit 10,000, probably tonight, I think we're like eight away. It's 10,000 people who want to be there. And who want to see what we're posting. That's more important than a bunch of bots or a bunch of fake people or whatever it is. All these, all these clothing companies do. Our Facebook's right below it. I think our Facebook's 9,800. I mean, last week our post reached 110,000 people. So that's what's important. Um, but like I said, so let's circle back to the whole point of this podcast. And I'm a little worked up. I'm actually not worked up. <laughs> I do have a monster though, and I'm, my name is Kyle, so there's a joke for you. Um, so like I said, probably 50 to 60 emails, probably 20 or so direct messages, Facebook messages, whatever it might be. Every single one was positive. Even the ones that were probably a little bit older people who thought we were a screen printing company and were asking to place orders over the phone for like family reunion t-shirts. There was a couple of those. <laughs> um, they were still very nice. Um, but every single one, man, I had some conversations with people, people who lived out of the state, people who live here now. It, that stuff is so much fun to me. In a world where we are more connected than ever, we are more disconnected than ever. And to have that connection with people just because of this company makes my fucking day. It's the best thing, man. Um, so anyway, so let me pull this up. So like I said, 
<clears throat> you've heard me rant about this on this podcast. Adam and I talked about it. Joe and I talked about it. It's an underlying theme, right? Um, and that theme is like kind of trolls on the internet, people's opinions, people's negative opinions, um, the story of Karen, the story of Grand Slams. Uh, now, here's the thing. These Grand Slam stories have happened a handful of times. You've heard me talk about them, but in reality, we just had our 20,000th order last week. Out of all of those 20,000 orders, this may have happened four to five times. That's a really good ratio, and that's expected. It's just expected as you grow. So I remember all week before this story came out, Alex and I were taking bets. I was like, how many people do you think are going to write to us with something negative or something something condescending or something rude or something that irks them about us, which I, I can't imagine finding anything in that article uh, or in that news story that would. But we got one. <laughs> we got one. And I'm going to read it to you. And it's awesome. Um, so... I'll discuss the underlying theme of society after this is over. And I want you to know, I don't care what anybody thinks. And I don't say that in a way like a 20 year old rapper says it. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know, like, even though like he's from like, you know, Greenwich, Connecticut or whatever. Um, I truly mean it. Don't give a fuck. If I don't know you or if I don't like have a relationship with you. It's none of my business what you think of me. And I, I, I truly do not care. That's the beauty of getting older, my babies. Like when you get to be my age, which I'm 34 and I can't only imagine this is why old people don't give a fuck. Why would you? You're so comfortable with yourself, right? So let me just say, I don't look for confrontation. I am not, not a confrontational guy. You know, every time I've been in a fight in my life, it was to the absolute highest point where it couldn't go any farther. You know, I'm always the guy trying to break up fights. I've seen way too many bad things happen in fights. I know it can happen. All the bad things, right and wrong. Um, I always try to stop fights. I'm always the guy trying to de-escalate a situation. I'm always that guy because you just never know who you're talking to, if they have a weapon, etc. Verbally, same thing. Last year, around the same time, I started clapping back at people who were uninformed and the typical you know, toothless troll on the internet that I normally would just ignore. Now, I don't care, right? There was a guy a couple of weeks ago on our social media who made a comment that was really rude that was like on our suicide awareness items to refuse to sink stuff that was basically like an anchor. Hey, buddy, don't you know that an anchor sinks? The shirt makes no sense. So, and it was the tone. I could sense the tone, right? So I nicely respond and I say, let me see if I can explain this for you. The anchor's cut. The anchor represents weight that's pulling you down to the bottom and it's cut. Hence, refuse to sink. And this is for people who normally buy this who are going through something, who have lost somebody, and we sell a ton of those. And it means something to those people. So yeah, we know what it means. A day went by and the guy literally apologized on our Instagram. You can go look at the post. He goes, I'll put my foot in my mouth more. Sorry about that. Like, here, look, 
you can you can go on our page and you can say this isn't for me. Anything, anything flies. But if you start touching stuff like you know more than the people that are making the stuff, that's when I start to get a little irritable. But I'll still judge the situation. Now again, ninety nine point nine percent of the time this isn't an issue, and I care probably too much more than the average person. You know, most people. You know, like a company with a million followers, maybe they wouldn't respond to that. Maybe they would. I think there's a new way of turning over. I've seen a lot of companies with a lot of followers start clapping back at these people because there needs to be a precedent set to that. If if you're going to say something publicly, odds are you're going to get grand slammed back and it's going to be there forever and people are going to see it. It's 100% free to think before you speak, just like the cert, just like the shirt says that I made. It's so easy. You know how many times in my life I've given my opinion on an Instagram post about a product? I'll give you a minute to think about it. The answer is zero. If you guessed zero times, you were right. Because I don't know anything about that company. I don't know about the employees involved. I don't know about their mission. I don't know about anything. Now, do I think things? Sure. Do I say things? No. And that's the problem with our society. Now, moving on to this guy. <clears throat> now, like I said, I'm flying high. Saturday, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go fish. We had a great week. You know, I had all these conversations with all these people. Just nice, 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 nice. It's an amazing vibe, right? And, <laughs> um, excuse me, I thought I was going to choke. And, uh, yeah, you know when you drink something, you swallow weird? That's just what happened. Anyway, so... Saturday, I'm getting ready to leave the office. It's like noon. I wrap up a few things. I'm like, all right, you know, come back in Monday. You know, we had Sunday. We finally had a Sunday off. Um, and I get an email that comes in. It's from a guy who will remain nameless, obviously. But I just want you to know this going into it. He put ESQ, which is short for Esquire, at the end of his name. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> and this was his initial email. So much is out of stock. What in the hell gives? Sincerely, guy's name, Esquire. So, I'm still playing it cool. I'm like, okay, let me thoroughly explain what gives in quotations to this guy. Now, if you follow us, you know that we make a ton of shit. Every two weeks, we make new things. We have so much stuff that, because I have ADD and I always want to create, that we break it into two sales a month. And when one sale isn't going on, the other's out of stock. Doesn't mean it's actually out of stock. I mean, most of the time it is. It means that the stuff that we're doing, we're not promoting right now. So it's in the store. You can come buy it in the store. All you got to do is wait every two weeks. We stock, we sell out. We stock, we sell out. That's our world. That's how we operate. That's our release schedule. Um, all the stuff that was in the store is now online because the physical store is closed. So I go through and I explain all these things. I tell him all these things, you know, very nicely. Um, let's see here. So I go through and I tell him all this. Stuff. Now, a lot of people listen to this. You know how it works. We're not Walmart. We're not Amazon. We're not fucking Dick Sporting Goods. There's not some warehouse somewhere in Ohio with millions of pieces of clothing and we just sell and we don't give a fuck. We print every item in here. 
we pack every item in here. We have a store in here. We have a storage facility. We have offices and we have burn rooms and screen rooms. We got 2,500 square feet. And we moved almost 800 shirts the week before and we're gonna move 1,200 now this week. That's our capacity. Walmart can fit probably 1,200 of one shirt in their storage facilities. We're not Walmart, we're two dudes. We should be three or four dudes, but we can't hire people right now because of obvious reasons. <laughs> we can't bring somebody in here we don't know. Uh, we can't train somebody right now. This is, there's a pandemic going on. So anyway, so I go through and I literally just explain like in the nicest fake radio voice ever. Just like, hey man, how's it going? You know, like, let me, let me see if I can like give you the rundown on how we work, um, et cetera. And at the end, I just basically just say like, look, like the best way to follow us, um, you know, we're in a transitional time right now. Um, you know, we're doing shirts of the day, you know, where we have a clearance section up, we have some fishing items up, you know, we're kind of just going that way, which to be honest, will probably be the way that we end up selling forever going forward. We're just going to continually keep the website open because that seems to be doing better and introduce new items randomly here and there. And instead of building them all into a couple, you know, a couple weeks of like 30 new items, we'll just do like one or two on two items a week. So we're working to that point. But like I said, we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of our suppliers are closed. We're doing the best that we absolutely can with what we can do right now. This guy thinks it's goddamn Amazon. So I respond and I basically say like, you know, last couple lines, I say best way to follow what we do, uh, up to date with items, release, things like that, face mask. Um, the best thing is on our social media accounts. These are them. Um, this, is, uh, this is an email you can always reach us at. This is our, our number if you need us. Um, I hope you and the family are staying safe and healthy. Best. Kyle Passagne, owner. So he knew that it came from the owner. Now at this point, I'm very nice. I'm just telling him how things work here. <clears throat> so this is where my blood starts to boil. <laughs> Let me readjust my seat. Hold on. Ah. Okay. I'll take a sip of Monster. Mm. Kyle, he says, thanks for the info. I appreciate, I appreciate your response. Unfortunately, I can't possibly follow every brand or place like that I like on social media. Hmm. But you're in an email thread on the brand's website right now. Okay, Beyonce. So moving on. Uh, for me, when something strikes my fancy, I go to the company's website and do my shopping. I am a bit surprised that you still have physical inventory. You know that meme of the guy with the question marks around his head? That's what I'm doing right now. You're surprised we have physical inventory? What? Since I assumed all textile type products were made when ordered and then shipped from third party drop shippers like everyone else. What? That's why the we are out of it, in quotations, because we are, didn't make any sense to me. However, I do appreciate, in quotations, the old-fashioned way. Blood's starting to boil. Um, so he's saying because we don't have a warehouse somewhere in Ohio with non-mainers shipping main-themed clothing that we wouldn't print and we wouldn't ship, that we're doing things the old-fashioned way. That's news to me. <clears throat> he, 
He says, and this is where my blood temp hits 190. Making money isn't always a company's top priority, and there's nothing wrong with that. Best of luck and stay healthy. Blank. I'm not going to say his name. So, this is the point where I say, Mick, please tape my hands. Please put on my boxing gloves. Please close the octagon door. It's time. Now, you see, you couldn't handle the fact that I told you how it was. And you couldn't handle the fact that it wasn't what you wanted it to be. So, you unleash a barrage of backhanded compliments, like you know anything about the clothing business or what I do. So, it's time. It's time. And it's hilarious to me because when he says making money isn't always a company's top priority, I know exactly the kind of guy you are. Exactly the kind of guy you are. I could picture what you look like in my head and the fact that you put Esquire at the end of your name. Here's my response. <laughs> I need another sip. Oh, man. Okay. So I say this guy's name. I said, you're most welcome. Not sure if you saw, but we print our own garments right here. So we order fabric, and then we print and sew it, and we ship everything from here. We don't use a third-party shipper. So if we cannot get certain fabrics, there is nothing for us to create here. We have physical inventory because we also have a shop in the Bitterford Mill that is currently closed due to the global pandemic. So that is the stock I'm referring to. And the basic garments like shirts that we are selling this week are still something we can get for fabric. Why? Those are in stock. <clears throat> now on to the next part. We make enough money. Now, let me just say this. We make enough money to live our lives. And that's all I ever wanted. That's it. So here's my second part. We make enough money for our employees to make a living. And we also, and this is the best part, in quotations, which I'm sh or in parentheses, which I'm sure you knew, were able to donate over $30,000 the past two years to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Main Chapter and Main Children's Cancer Program. Every single item we sell raises money for them. Hence the name, Catalyst for Changewear. But I'm sure you knew that. Last part. We make money, but we also choose to use our vehicle to raise awareness and funds for people who need it more. Always. We are in no rush. We do things at our pace. And so far, one in every hundred people in Maine own a garment from us. One in every state and every continent around the world. That was my way of saying, we don't need you. We don't care if you follow us. I don't care if you follow us. I don't want someone like this following us. But since you decided to open up this can of worms, I'm going to close it. I didn't write that part. <laughs> the last part was just me riffing. I ended it with uh, the every continent around the world. Then I just said, have a fantastic day, Kyle. So up until this point, he was responding, boom, 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 boom. Now, it took him about an hour and a half to respond. Now, I either thought, 
he was going to keep jousting, which I don't know what other leg he would have to stand on after that. Um, or he was going to apologize. And guess what he did? He goes, thank you for the information. I really appreciate it. To be honest, although I've seen some of your shirts around, I was not familiar with the company itself or the great work that it does. I live just outside of Portland and I do everything I can to support Maine small business. No, you don't. Because you wouldn't be having this conversation like a cuck if you did. He finishes with, keep up the great work and best of luck getting through these difficult times. Sincerely, blank, 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 Esquire. Check's been paid. Grand Slam was had. Coffee was refilled. And that's how much I care. Now, you could look at that and say, you shouldn't have responded to that guy. Mm, Yeah. But also, I really take pride in what I do and what we do. And if you're going to put some backhanded compliments in that, you know, we don't care about making money, we do things the old-fashioned way, um you know, explain this to me, explain this to me, all this kind of stuff. Like with this just arrogant arrogance dripping off your email, I'm going to defend us. Plain and simple. The 10,000 follower thing, I want every one of those motherfuckers because you know why? Those are people who want to be here. I don't want 50,000 followers and 10 of these fucking guys. So... That was that. I wrote back and I said, you too. I hope you stay safe and healthy, my friend. Take care. I'm a very nice guy. I am one of the goofiest, silly goose time guys you will ever meet. Anybody will tell you that. I'm loyal. I'm really big on family. I'm big on friends. I will do anything for you. I pride myself on doing that at this point in my life. That's what I want to do. That's why I do this company. But if you are going to write something like that to me, I'm going to clap back. In honor of the clapback, here is this 2002 classic from Ja Rule entitled Clap Back. Don't clap back, we don't clap back, we don't clap back. Let's check we the wall, nigga! We don't clap back, we don't clap back, we don't clap back. Let's check we the wall, nigga! We don't clap back, we don't clap back, we don't clap back. Let's check we the wall, nigga! We don't clap back, we don't clap back, we don't. Thanks, Ja. Um, totally stole that from Chris D'Elia's podcast. He did that. <laughs> he played that one time when he grand slammed this fucking cuck on the internet, Logan Paul. I'm sure some of you guys know who that is. Um, that was actually right around the time I started grand slamming people. It gave me confidence to start grand slamming people who were, who were just idiotic like this. So anyway, so, um, that's the story I wanted to tell. And I got to say, um, I've talked about this before. I have made videos on this uh, one, like four years ago about stuff like this, that, that like kind of went viral within like the restaurant community in Maine because people were sharing it about like, you know, Yelp, you know. Some idiot can just go on Yelp and just write negative one star. The food was terrible. Never come here. And like, if you don't pay Yelp, that shitty review will just like sit there and like hurt your business. But it's like, maybe that person doesn't know what the hell good food is, or maybe they just didn't like what they had. Like, just don't go back to the restaurant. Bearing you see a bartender 
jizz in your drink or a <laughs> a waitress pull some pubes out on your food? Bearing you don't see that, you should have nothing to say. Bad meals happen, or like not even bad meals. Like just you just don't like the meal you got. That's that's part of life, okay? But there are so many people who work at that restaurant who have scraped and clawed to make that a reality every single week, month, day, year, brick by brick. People who are the dishwashers, which I've had, I've had every position in the restaurant. So I think I can, I can talk on this. I've been a dishwasher. I've been a busboy. I've been a waiter. I've been a bartender. I've been a fucking manager because they offered that to me when I lived in New Jersey. And I figured, well, this would be death. <laughs> this would be the death of my life. Um, but no, man, like it just this idea that because you have freedom of speech in this country, you can say what you want is the most ass backwards thing ever. Sure, you can. Sure, sure, sure you can. That doesn't mean that you're not a fucking asshole. Just think before you speak. Think about. The fact that if someone's just existing and if their company is existing, if they're doing anything, think it, think it in your brain. Look at your girlfriend, boyfriend, brother, sister, husband, wife, whatever, and say, hey, you know what really pisses me off? And just rant to them. You don't need to write it because that can be crushing for people. Now, at this point in my life, this wasn't crushing to me because it's this guy who I grand slammed versus five thousand people who visited the website under 24 hours, hundreds of orders, hundreds of messages, nice conversations with every single person. I write back to everybody versus one guy. I can put it in perspective. Some kid who just started out, who just thinks that this is, it's going to be great. This could be crushing and his ideas could never see the light of day because you're making him feel like an asshole questioning everything. I know it's tough. I know everybody is high strung right now. I know people are stuck indoors. I know all of this stuff. But just, man, just think before you speak. You know, you never know who's going to be on the other end. That's why I don't say anything. That's why I don't get into physical altercations. That's why I don't do any of that stuff. You never know who you are dealing with. And I could guarantee you that guy didn't think that was going to happen. And it did. And that's my story for the day. <laughs> I'm heated. Heated and I'm laughing. Heated, I'm sweating. My armpits are sweating like crazy right now, guys. You have no idea. Mm. All right. I got to go. I'm almost at 35 minutes. Had to tell this story, though. Uh, keep this story in mind. Think before you speak. Um, use this story if you're a young up-and-comer and you're trying to start your own shit. Think about this story. Know that that's just one person and that's not the, that's not the majority. That's the minority. And that's it. Um, if you have any questions in the meantime, let me know. <laughs> I promise not to miss another week. I, I promise. I uh, I promise, yeah. Um, what do you guys get me for my birthday? Anything? It's May 20th. I don't know what day of the week that's on. I'm going to be 35, guys. Who's 35? Who's a notable 35 number? I, every year when I turn uh, an age, I just put up like the most notable like sports jersey. Who the hell wears 35? Hold on a second. <clears throat> Notable people who wore jersey 35. 
that well there is a small oh frank thomas yogi Berra. i don't remember him because i'm not 80 um frank thomas though the big throt it's the big hurt but you know it's the big throt um man there are not <laughs> dude danny ferry oh my god this is the most mediocre this is a bad jersey list to turn man i'm telling you there are not many Judd Bo- Joe. I hope you're listening to this. Judd Bushler, dude. <laughs> the Warriors and the Nets. All pictures of Judd Bushler. Bushler, I think that's how you say his name. I remember him. He was like this big, tall, lunky white guy who just shot threes. Judd Bushler. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm going to stop before I start having a laughing fit. Guys, I love you. Uh, I hope. Um, you laughed a little bit, and uh, this got you through 30 minutes of a quarantine day. And uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Yo, hang on. That's police.